Welcome to this podcast of the Sunday Message from Hope Gateway in Portland, Maine. We'd love to have you join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., currently on Zoom and broadcast live on Facebook. Visit our website at hopegateway.com to learn more. Whether you live near or far, we hope you find this message to be meaningful. Wherever you are, join us in doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God. My name is Patsy Fry Davis, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm the communications director here at Hope Gateway, and I've been a member for 10 years this January. Is a lot. Um, (laughs) If you don't know me personally, um, you probably know me from my most significant works, uh, which include worship is at 10 on Sunday, and uh, this event is coming up from the Facebook pages. Um, So, but I'm not here today to remind you about the annual meeting coming up this Thursday. Um, I'm here to talk about what the heck making our paths straight means in our potholed and fines doubled in construction zone world. So um, last Thursday, I was walking with my kids to school, which we do every weekday there and back a mile there a mile back about four miles a day for me. Um, And I don't know what it was like in Portland or wherever you are, but here in Bath where we live, the sidewalks were sheets of ice. It was one of those weird weather days where it was warm enough to rain, but cold enough to freeze on impact. And there was just black ice and water on top of it. And it was so bad that when I looked over at my four-year-old Thomas, who was walking beside me, he had a giant grin on his face because he was having the time of his life ice skating to school. Um, You know, the ground was like one giant slide for his feet. But I was there walking and feeling angry, Um, angry a little at myself because I don't have a driver's license. And I felt like I was putting my kids in danger by walking to school and, you know, all my life choices and so on and so forth. Um, But angry a lot, actually, at my town who had not maintained their sidewalks to the point where I had to penguin waddle to school with my children. Um, and every time I slipped or I picked up my crying child who had fallen hard, um, I thought about a project that was undertaken in a small town in Sweden in 2017. Um, that's how my brain works. Um, so basically the town of Visby decided that they wanted to enact what's called gender budgeting which is basically they pay attention to what resources are being allocated to what genders and making sure it's all fair. Um, It got a lot of pushback, shockingly. Um, And one opponent joked, what, are you gonna make the snowplows feminists now? Um, But the town took it seriously, actually, and they decided to look at their snow removal policies uh, and see if they were affecting different people differently. Uh, Like most places with lots of snow, the system in Bisbee was you clear the main roads first, then the side roads and the sidewalks. 
um, people need to get to work and they need to get to work safely. But when the government looked at the numbers, they saw that this method was disproportionately benefiting men because they were the largest population that were driving on those main roads. And it was actively harming women who were more likely to be staying in their neighborhoods dry, or driving on side streets and walking on sidewalks, running errands, bringing kids to school. Um, so they switched things up. The sidewalks and the side streets got priority. And what happened um, was the city saved money <laughs> from the switch because there were so many fewer people ending up in the hospital and needing help from snow-related crashes and falls. Uh, it turns out that it is safer to drive a car in two inches of snow than it is to walk, um, especially if you have small children or a carriage with you, which brings us to today's scripture. It's from Isaiah, but it's also quoted in Mark as a way of introducing us to John the Baptist um, and his place in the story of Jesus. I'm reading today from the message. Isaiah chapter 40, verses three through five. Thunder in the desert, prepare for God's arrival. Make the road straight and smooth, a highway fit for our God. Fill in the valleys, level off the hills, smooth out the ruts, clear out the rocks. Then God's bright glory will shine and everyone will see it. Yes just as God has said. Make the road straight and smooth a highway fit for our God. I mean, we live in, I, I live in Maine. I, I don't drive, but I look at that and I think, is that even possible? <laughs> um, it's daunting. Another way you might've heard these words translated is as prepare the way of the Lord and make the path straight. Making a straight path feels a little more possible, maybe, um, but I don't know about you. I hear the word prepare and I just feel tired. <laughs> when I read the words later in the passage, smooth out the ruts, clear out the rocks, I feel stressed and tired. When I was a kid and going through a dinosaur phase, I begged my dad to take me fossil hunting and he directed me to clear out all the rocks in the garden under the framing that any one of them could be a fossil. Um, none of them were, <laughs> but there were a lot of them and there's no way I cleared them all out. Around this time of year with Advent, when we hear the word prepare, preparation, um, there's a lot of images that go with that. Hanging stockings, decorating trees, trying to figure out what the heck to get that one person and won't tell you what they want. Um, a lot of stuff, basically. Now, don't worry, I'm not about to go on a keep the Christ in Christmas diatribe. Um, but I do think that we use a lot of stuff this time of year to insulate ourselves from uncomfortable realities. Um, the classic, let's put the tree in front of the scraped paint trick. It doesn't repaint the wall. Um, hanging stockings over a cracked mantle doesn't fix the mantle, um, if you will. <laughs> Giving the perfect gift doesn't fix a broken relationship. 
I'm relying a lot on metaphor here, um, partly because that's how my mind works, but mostly because digging in on this makes me uncomfortable too. I want to stop my gaze at the battery powered candle in my window rather than looking through the glass. There's a reason we talk about preparing the way for Jesus today um, on this Sunday, the week we light the peace candle. As said so beautifully by the UCC Reverend Tracy Blackman, preparing the Lord's path means challenging systems and structures that we have institutionalized as normal, but that God condemns as oppressive and crooked. Peace is not the absence of conflict. Peace is the presence of justice and love. Peace is work, <laughs> and that work is the work of preparation, of challenging systems and structures of oppression so ingrained in our everyday that we don't even see them. Smoothing out those ruts and clearing out those rocks, taking another look at our snow removal methodology and seeing that what the heck, it's super misogynist and we should probably change it. <laughs> um, the sticking point is how. It's all well and good for me to speak in metaphors. And if you really want, I can pull out um, my kids' construction books and show you literally how to smooth a road. But that's just more stuff. It's more insulation. It's more putting money in a donation box today and not worrying about what, happening, what happens to the family that receives it tomorrow. Um, I said earlier, these concepts make me both tired and stressed. I'll add another emotion to that list, which is overwhelmed. There's a lot, it's a lot. And I don't know about your brain, but when mine gets too overwhelmed, it shuts down. And I literally have to do something mindless, like play a silly game on my phone until it can reboot. When it comes to looking at the world and everything, that feels like it's hurting, that we feel like we should be looking at and doing things about. Um, there's a, something that, that that can be called something called compassion fatigue, uh, which is a phrase I really, really love because compassion is a muscle and you have to work it to keep it going, but it can be also overused and exhausted. Um, and when I am dealing with compassion fatigue, I end up looking at my life and deciding that I'm doing fine I'm doing enough. I'm raising my kids to be good people. I'm giving money to my church. I'm smiling at strangers when we pass. Um, and I pretend to myself that that's good enough. The trick then is to find that balance between being complacent with where we are and not burning ourselves out trying to solve every problem all the time. The space where our call meets our capacity. It really is a trick because every person is different. We're all different and we're different at different times. We're the place where we are can change. We aren't always going to give it, get it right. And sometimes we'll hold back and sometimes we'll push too much. It's a process. Make the road straight and smooth, a highway fit for our God. Is that even possible? I contend that it's not if we try to do it all at once. We are never going to be able to make a golden path and then just walk away. We are not commissioned by the structures of power to maintain them, but by God to carve them smooth. And then to do it again, 
just like maintaining a real highway, preparing the way for God's bright glory to shine, as the scripture says, requires maintenance and attention. It means carrying peace with us step by step, battle by battle. And it means working on finding the place where we can keep doing that, where it's sustainable. That's something that I am hoping to spend this time of preparation, this time of Advent growing better at. And um, I hope it's something that we all can do. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. To hear more about Hope Gateway and to discover how together we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God, visit our website at hopegateway.com.